Hey, hey, friends, and welcome to World Domination. I'm your host, Monica Ferguson, and you are in the perfect place to learn how to grow, how to become an even more amazing version of you, and to connect into a community of like-minded people who are all walking this path and aren't afraid to share the highs and the lows of chasing your dreams. I'm so glad you're here with us. Now let's get into this week's episode. Hey, hey, beautiful people. Monica Ferguson here, and welcome to my latest episode of World Domination, featuring the incredible Brie Timmings from Simple Life Social, who is a social media manager. And this episode was awesome, all about mental mindset mastery, all about getting into business and pursuing our goals and feeling good enough, the practical ways. How do we do that? How do we shift that fear of not being enough or not being pretty enough or not being as good as other people? How do we believe that our talents are enough? How do we do that? Well, this is what we talk about. And it's a real life version, which includes our own experiences and and how we felt in the beginning with crazy imposter syndrome. And what still comes up for us now, real talk, real powerful stuff. Enjoy, you guys. Let me know what resonates. And Bray will be back for sure. Recording in progress. Yeah, there we go. Bray. Like oh, so she's like the female <laughs> version of, of Stephen Hawking. I know. Hawking. You see, everyone who's listening, don't they don't get to hear that amazing, weird computer Stephen Hawking. Yeah, like female <laughs> version voice. But we should see if we can somehow edit that in because that is so funny. It throws you off all your professional game face. Eh? The more, you're like ready to go. You're ready to start. And then that happens. <laughs> but anyway, here we are. Bree, I'm so excited to have you here today. Thank you. I know. I can't believe we finally made it happen. It's not even like we tried to schedule it five or six times. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> here we are it just flowed just effortlessly but that's all good it's a note to our perseverance and our persistence absolutely but um but it's all good obviously today it was meant to happen for a reason and I'm so glad this was you this topic had actually been floating around in my head for a couple of months and I hadn't quite figured out the right person and then I think it was Instagram one day and I saw something of yours and I was just like oh that's it she's the one like she's the one yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited about this topic. This is like, oh, it's like all that I'm about, you know, yeah. just getting out there. And uh, so I can't wait to see where our conversation goes. Yeah. 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 And I'll just, just for people that don't know you, um, one of the things that I actually loved about you, and I talked to you about this the other day, months ago, was I log into LinkedIn or something that's typically a very, you know, strict, like, corporate vibe, and there's you, a video, and your togs, like, hurtling down this water slide, and it was the funniest thing I've ever seen, and I was just like, you go, girl, you go, girl, um, and I just love that so much, because it's like, I want to be you when I grow up, even though you're probably, like, two years older than me, um, <laughs> but, you know, it's like, it's that energy, it's that, that vulnerability, that, like, we just have to do this, we have to do something to shift the the way that social media is used is especially Instagram and those sort of platforms where it's like, you've got to be perfect and you've got to be, Oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I used, I used to be like all of us, you know, if we were, okay, we're going to do a video for social media. Okay. I'm going to get up early. I'm going to choose my outfit. I want to do my makeup. I want to do my hair. I want to have the lighting, right. I'm going to take five takes of this video and then, you know, point out all the bad things that, about me and everything and doing a video I'd have to block out like a whole day just to get this one video and man ain't nobody got time for that I tell you <laughs> like we have lives to live so yeah. now it's just I record it whatever I'm doing whoever I am looking at that time and um and they get way more views way more interaction because you're so much more like under relatable yes so? yes that's what I was just thinking. So in my NLP study, when they talk about uh, building rapport with people, they say that, you know, really, when you're going to build rapport with someone, you want to act like that person. Because at a foundational level, people like people who are like them, which is so funny because so many people, are they don't want to put themselves out there because they think they're not good enough. Yeah. But actually, people will like you because they are like you too. 
people yeah. aren't like the instagram models that aren't actually real like we've seen those photoshop videos where those people don't even look like that either yeah, you know right. yeah if you'd actually see that person in real life, they would look like a giraffe because they've been stretched out and they feel like this long neck. That's They wouldn't even look human. Yeah. But it's just this real mindset shift. So, okay. For you, so how long have you been in business for? Well, that's an interesting question. Okay, so I've been in my own business uh, since 2017. So it's been four years doing Simple Life Social. Um, but my family actually owns a, a corporation in Canada. So I've been doing business really since I was 16, you know, in the back end of business, doing all those grunt work jobs, and then worked myself up to associate director and things like that. So I've been in business almost all my life but in simple life social for the last four years yeah amazing so yeah what has this process been like for you of starting a business having to put yourself out there opening yourself up to you know all the positive things but also all the negatives that because we don't focus on all the positive things that could come we put a video up and we're like people are going to say this they're going to think this how has that been for you that whole process of really being seen online and and putting yourself out there oh you know when i first started like started doing video and researching you know okay how am i supposed to do this marketing thing um, every, everything, all the sources said, you got to get in video, you got to get in video, you got to put out there. And I've, I've always been a big girl, you know, I've always been the chubby girl, I've always been the best friend, never the hottie, you know what I'm saying? And, um, and so I was like, every time I do a video, you just pick out those negative things. Oh, I look so fat in that or oh, whatever. And it was really this, this thing that stopped me like, oh, if I do this video, everybody's going to know I'm fat, you know, (laughs) everybody's going to see that. And then it kind of, I kind of came to this realization. It was like, everybody already knows I'm fat. They see me in the real life. Like, it's not a secret how I look or how I talk or how I act. Like, so why have I worried about about putting the video because the only person who doesn't really see me every day is myself. And so it's, it's only this surprise to me as to that's how I actually look. And that's how I sound when I'm, when I'm in the video, everybody else already knows. Um, And once I really had that epiphany, it really allowed me to break through that barrier and just be like, this is, this is me. This is who I am. It's not a secret to anybody else. Um, and yeah, I just really, and then also then video became easy because once you get over that barrier, video is actually one of the easiest forms of content because you hit record, you say your, your spiel and you post. You know, you don't have to do a bunch of editing or take photos or anything and do that process. It's just a video post. And, and so that really allowed me to create content a lot more and get myself out there. And now I'm going to be completely honest with you. I went to this BNI group um, in (laughs) Bangarei. I was a guest, this guy who I have no idea who he is walks up to me like opens his shirt to show his chest and says can you please sign my chest and I'm like (laughs) um what and he's like you're so famous on LinkedIn and of course he was joking about it but I had no idea I was making you know that big of an impact and Every once in a while, to be honest with you, people do come up to me and say, oh my gosh, I watch you on LinkedIn. I feel like you're a celebrity or, you know, Instagram. Um, Oh, I watch you on Instagram. I have like, what? Who are you people? Like, I'm just living my life, posting my videos. And it just is, yeah, it's just, it's grown that big, just being myself and getting my face out there. This is amazing. I've got like thousands of notes already because I was like, oh, but um, do you know what's so cool is this whole thing, everything that you just talked about is really about 
giving yourself permission. It's not actually about anyone else. I, so I wrote that quote down. The only person who doesn't really see me every day is myself. I love that because everyone else sees us, they get us, they know us, they already like us or else they wouldn't be in our lives. Um, so yeah. we're sitting there like trying to look perfect online. Everyone else can, they already like us for who we are. It's about us not liking ourselves. It's not about them. It's never been about them. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. That's, it's so true. It is so true. Yeah. Oh, and I, yeah, I love this so much that, um, this is definitely something I ran into as a photographer, that exact scenario you just described of looking at everything that was wrong. And this is what happens. But the amount of mindset work involved in being a photographer and getting people to accept themselves is 90% of my work as a photographer, which is why naturally I evolved into a coach because it just is. It's self-worth, it's mindset, it's self-acceptance, it's self-belief. And then I wanted to be able to shift that at the unconscious level. So that's why I've done all the study that I've done. You know, it's like, it's just, it's, it's crazy. But oh my gosh, I love this. Okay, so the um the social media thing too so it's funny that your timing last night I had a, like a little wobble and I was sitting with my journal and I had one of those moments where you're like does it even matter what I do does it even matter like no one even cares and stupid Instagram has changed its algorithm again and it's all videos now and I've got all these photos and I had like 30 people unfollow and I, I was researching there's something about bots and stuff like Instagram and removing all the bot followers so oh, I had like yeah. boom 30 and I was just like oh and I was having a crap days today it's all good we talk about that because those days happen oh they um, sure do every yeah. single day I tell you yeah I know I have a moment every day where it's so, it would be so easy to just be like it doesn't even matter oh yeah and um oh my gosh I just totally lost my tangent there I had a thought and now I've got 10 more thoughts because I'm sitting here looking at you. I'm like, ask her this, ask her this, ask her well, we this. Were talking about, we were talking <laughs> about how we feel like it doesn't matter anything on that yes. what we're doing on social media. Yes. And that's why I love your story because one of the things that popped into my head was you actually never know who's watching. Mm. And it's that thing about giving ourselves permission, right? We can sit there and go, no one cares. But heaps of the time, people don't engage or they don't even say anything. But when we give ourselves permission to be online, no one else is thinking, and this was my thought for ages, everyone's thinking that I'm an imposter. Everyone knows that I don't know what I'm talking about. Everyone knows that I shouldn't be here. Like it's only a matter of time until someone shows me the door, you know? And it's like, there's just a load of crap. Like it's just yeah. not true. Um, and actual fact, people look at you as an expert because, and also because like you say, everyone else can see you. Everyone else can see your knowledge and your confidence and your wisdom and your years of experience that we can't often see in ourselves. And it's like, it's actually, isn't this so insane? We yeah. look to the external for everyone else to validate us. They're already validating us. It's us that hasn't validated ourselves. That's right. Yeah. And we always <laughs> hold ourselves to these in incredible standards that we don't hold anybody else to. You know, if you were sitting across from your girlfriend or whatever, and she said the same thing to you that you think, of course, you'd be so compassionate and be like, that's ridiculous. We love you. And yet you yourself have the same exact thoughts because you're holding yourself to this insane standard. Yeah. So, yeah, it is interesting. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And the the mindset work, like I love that whole thing of you. You're like, oh yeah, you know, video is so easy that like you just record and you just post. And it's it's like the work that you have done though to get to that point is massive. The, oh, yeah. the mindset work, the self-worth, the confidence, the self-belief in order for you to be able to just show up, record and post is oh. huge. Like that's incredible, incredible. Oh yeah, work. you yeah. don't start off posting videos of you in your talks going down a water slide. Yeah. <laughs> You, you work up to that point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> but you know, that's been a process over the last four years and some being in the business of simple life, social web and marketing has really just had made me had to get out of what was holding me back. And so now I do feel free to be able to post those videos and stuff. And I'll send you that video so you can post it on your I will. Instagram I'll put page. a link in the in the details of this yeah. chat as well. Yeah, <laughs> it's brilliant. Um, absolutely brilliant. And that's the thing. So it'd be cool to go back to when you first started, because mm. I think that a lot of people are still at that beginning phase. Like I'm always talking to people. You know, 
even as a photographer about they will, they'll get one, they'll reluctantly come in for one headshot and they just want one headshot. I'm like, do you want, you know, we can create a whole gallery of different images in different locations and styles for, you know, social media, da, 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 da. And they're like, oh, no, I just need one headshot. And it's like, they'll do that once every five years and then they'll yeah. hide behind their logo. And, mm -hmm. you know, you talk about, well, you, why don't you make a video of your next house that you're selling? And I'm like, oh, no, I can't do that. And it's just, it's such a shame. And, you know, I like, I, I've been talking to a lot of people, like I was saying the other day, so many people are waiting for this conversation because there are so many people, especially creatives and entrepreneurs and people who are like our business is us. And so it requires so much of us, doesn't it? It's not, we're not selling mortgages. We're not selling something that's external. We're selling ourselves. Yes. And it's like, there's so many people sitting at home going, but I'm not good enough yet. And like, I know with um, me as a photographer, I, instead of actually just going to meetings and you know meeting people I just kept studying so I just kept buying courses because then I could feel good about it I was like oh, I'm so productive like I'm learning all these skills actually I was avoiding what I needed to do which was go and talk to people about what doing what I do but I had a mad imposter syndrome I didn't think that I was good enough yet and I was constantly in pursuit of that feeling of now I'm ready. Now I can do it. And it's like that feeling never comes. <laughs> like, yeah, I, that's the thing. So I'd love to go back to your experience right at the start and all those things that came up for you. Oh gosh. You know, I studied to be a pastor. My, well, I have a degree in theology, which is, you know, study of the Bible and being a pastor. Like it has nothing to do with social media. Yeah. So I always wanted to be a youth pastor. I have such a heart for the youth. So when I finished my degree in 2012, um, my husband, who I married in New Zealand, we moved back to Canada. And I was a youth pastor for two years, but unfortunately, the church couldn't pay for me. Like, couldn't give me a wage. So I did it voluntarily. And then I started working back in the business, back in the family business, and really found that I, I had this love for business, right? So I, um, so I decided, I talked to dad, I said, yep, dad, I want to take over the business. So he was very happy to hear that because I'd always said, no, I'm going to go be a pastor. And um, so I became the associate director. And one of the biggest projects that I took on when I first did that was to oversee our finances and where all of our resources were going. This is a multi-million dollar corporation. And I saw that we were paying thousands of dollars every month to an agency, a marketing agency. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, why nothing's really changing? What are they doing exactly? And so over the course of probably six months, I really looked into it, many meetings, what are you guys doing with our money, all that kind of stuff. And finally came to the conclusion that they weren't really giving us the return on investment. And I felt really exploited for my lack of understanding marketing. I felt like they were just kind of taking our money, knowing that we didn't really have any knowledge of marketing and we're kind of pulling the wool over our eyes. So I fired them because nobody takes advantage of me. You go girl. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, so I, I went to, I went to Walmart cause this was in Canada Yeah. and bought, you know, these, these, uh, like notebooks and one I labeled Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, blogging. And I just went on Pinterest. I took every online course I could about social media because, you know, 10 years ago, there was no like certification course in being a social media manager. Yeah. Um, so I just did all the research I could possibly do. I started, um, like I had to learn how to make a Facebook post you know, like I had no previous knowledge to this. And then it was just through experimentation. We started seeing big results. We really increased our revenue. And because of the results that we were getting, I was invited to speak nationally at conferences within our industry about the importance of social media marketing and, and digital marketing and stuff. And, you know, um, and then people started coming up to me at these conferences and things saying, can you just do our, our marketing for us? And so that's really where social, Simple Life Social came from was because I wanted to make it simple for business owners. I never wanted them to feel exploited. And um, I wanted to also take my own path rather than just follow in the footsteps of, of my father. 
Um, so I've kind of completely forgotten what, oh no, what the question was. It was how have gotten through sort of that imposter syndrome, right? Yeah. Yeah. To go so, right back to the start. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, constantly dealt with I don't have a degree in communications I don't have a degree in marketing but I started to realize that social media and and marketing was changing so fast and hearing from people that who had these degrees that you know their degrees were sort of not good enough and they still had to continue their education mm-hmm. um and I really just implemented what I learned and kept getting the results and even when I did get the results I would think, oh, it's just a fluke or I, or I would fail at something and just think, see, I'm not good enough. I don't know what I'm doing. And luckily I had a very supportive husband who was saying, you keep getting this results. You know what you're doing. And every time I would have a win, he'd say, see, you know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And eventually I started saying that to myself, see, I know what I'm doing. I can do this. And when I'd get larger opportunities, I would start to, you know, I'd really have to take some deep breaths, but I would take the opportunities. I'd say, I know what I'm doing. And yeah. And so it just was that reassurance. It was all to do with mindset. It had nothing to do with the amount of education I had. It was just really me believing in myself. Yeah. 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 I love this so much because that's the thing. It's we all, and I was exactly the same. And so many of us think that it's something magical that's external, that's going to make us feel good enough. And it's not, it's a decision. And what you just talked about, I literally just spoke about this in my live video this morning, because this is powerful mindset. This is reframing, reprogramming, limiting beliefs. This is what you this is what you were doing there. And that whole thing of looking for evidence this is so important that we actually start looking for evidence of what we're doing right and celebrate it and in this country we're not very good at this we like we're very good at um shrinking ourselves and being humble and um you know if someone gives us a compliment we don't even know how to receive it right we're like oh you look so good today oh well it's just a warehouse dress yeah so you're rocking that warehouse dress you know it's like but this is the thing and So one of the most uncomfortable things that inevitably has happened for all my clients is they have to learn how to start speaking about themselves in a nice way and people resist. They don't like it. What are you doing really well? What are you really good at? Well, I mean, how are you supposed to show up online and put yourself out there and offer your services if you can't even admit it to yourself what you're good at? And I love this so much, so, so much that um, I was speaking this morning about affirmations have you heard of that no no affirm so like your affirmation oh. is what you you know i am so i was speaking about money this morning so i was speaking about you know affirmation would be i am abundant i am wealthy whatever but the issue with that is if your evidence in your life right now is saying that's not true it's just it's not going to do anything right you're lying to yourself but an affirmation calls on the unconscious part of your mind so when you say how am i so abundant why am i so abundant it, for, it bypasses the conscious part of your mind and asks your unconscious to start bringing up evidence. That's so, cool. and so it, it's a different way of actually proving to yourself that it already exists. And so in the context of this sort of thing, we could say, why am I so talented? How am I so talented? How am I so worthy of success? How can I serve others? You know, um, why am I so good at helping other people? And all of a sudden, our mind is going to start throwing up. Oh, remember that person that you helped? Remember that person who said that thing? Because we often just don't even allow ourselves to sit with this stuff. And it's like, but it's so important too. I, like, I love that so much. It's so important to sit there and go, here's evidence. I can do it. Look, look what I just did. And I did that and that and that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is so true. I love that. Affirmations. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So... Yeah, so you got on, you got your business cranking, fired a bunch of people, <laughs> you took over. Yeah, yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, and then what came after that? Well, after that, that's when I decided, you know, when I saw that there was an opportunity to sort of take on my, to create my own business, 
Um, and then I realized marketing really can be done from anywhere in the world. So that's when we decided to move back to New Zealand and yeah, so we've been here for four years. So good. Yeah. So, so good. What has been your proudest achievement within yourself over the last four years? Oh, um, (laughs) becoming financially independent from daddy. (laughs) Like this sounds like a really, like, I don't want to give the wrong impression because actually my parents were divorced from the time I was one. And my mother, you know, while my dad had this very large business, um, my mother, unfortunately had a brain injury and I had to, that we didn't, that we didn't realize she had brain tumor. And, um, so it was just me and mom and I had to, from the age of 13, I had to start working to take care of myself because, um, now I have a very good relationship with my dad, but back then I, I didn't feel as close to him as I, as I do now. And I started, um, working when I was 16, a full-time job at Blockbuster when there was such a thing. (laughs) So, you know, I'd go to high, so I'd go to high school and then I'd work from five to midnight at Blockbuster to make sure that we could meet, uh, make ends meet and things like that. And, um, totally forgot what the question was. This is honestly, it's a day for it. My head is just crazy. I'm like, then we're going to talk about this and this and this. Um, it was about your proudest accomplishment and. Oh yes, that's right. (laughs) So, um, so then I had to, you know, when I was 18, then I decided I was going to move in with my dad and stuff. And I've just always had to rely a lot on him financially. He's allowed me to do a lot of travel that I've done and also go to school in another country and things like that. And I, and I grew very bad financial habits, unfortunately, also because his business is a multi-million dollar business. <laughs> and then you start your own business and you're, you know, good if you're making a thousand bucks a month and, but you still have those ter- those like, oh, just charge it to the business. You know what I mean? Like those <laughs> terrible financial habits. And so it was a huge wake up call and I hated Every time I had to give dad a call, dad, can you transfer me some money? Because it was, I failed again and again and again, every time I had to ask him. And I mentioned the part about, you know, growing up with mom, because I had really, I had really become such an independent person. So having to ask for help was excruciating. Mm -hmm. And my life's goal has always been to become financially independent from my father. And so honestly, that has been one of the biggest, um, yeah, the biggest things for me is to become financially independent from him. So, yeah. Yeah. Love that. Love that. Okay. So, We've sort of talked about getting over some of the negative mindset stuff in in regards to ourselves. In regards to your craft, I'd be so curious because I feel like for a lot of people, and I keep thinking about creatives, so many, and myself as well, the old version of myself, sitting there thinking, okay, I have a camera, I I know how to take photos, but I'm not good enough. But my craft isn't good enough. I'm not talented enough. What do you, what do you think about that? And like, how do you support your clients, you know, and really believing in their craft and their ability? Yeah. Well, it's tricky because it's just taking that first step to actually do it. Um, And also sometimes I tell them to just start recording yourself and don't post it, you know, just do it for yourself to get in because sometimes when you start getting that camera in front of you, it can be very jarring and you you just lose everything that you're about to say <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Right. Um, so if you just get into the habit of recording little snippets of video, so like little tips or something for yourself, just to get that practice, that's a good way to start. Then I say, start on stories, Instagram stories, because it's gone in 24 hours. Nobody can find it. Right. (laughs) And it's also 15 seconds. So if you just do a very quick tip or it could even be something like, uh, Hey everybody, good morning. Today I'm in the office and I'm excited to get started. What are you doing today? That is good enough 
you know, post it. And even if you do that 20 times, who cares? It's everybody's on, everybody's on a journey. It can be so hard because on social media, it looks like everybody's an expert. Everybody's got a million dollars overnight. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they did. I'm going to tell you right now, that's not the truth. They're lying to you. Except for me. I got everything <laughs> together and I'm million dollars overnight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So don't you feel, you know, impaired by what you see everybody else doing because they're all putting a front on too. You know, um, I'm not saying that they're not successful, that they haven't had great success, but it can just sometimes just stop us from even taking a first step. So that's what I would say is get started with stories. It's gone in 24 hours and then Think of like if you meet with clients or you or you're selling a product or something like that. Think of a really quick video that you can create like a 60 second video, either showing how that product is made or how to use that product. Or if you have a service that you provide, what was a question that somebody had today um, that you can easily answer like like if some, if you are doing a coaching type business or um, something where you're one-on-one, somebody might have a question that came up in your sessions today. Take a minute to say, oh, hey, somebody had this question. I'm sure other people do too. This is how I would answer it. Um, or even if it was something as simple as where do I park when I get to your shop or your establishment? Take 60 seconds. Hey, I keep getting this question is where to park when, when you get here. So I'm going to take you out to our parking lot and show you exactly where to go, yeah. you know, like, um, so that you have this new fresh content, you could continue doing those types of videos every single day and not have to even change anything about it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Love that. Super practical. Very good. It's like, it feels like building a muscle. It's like yeah. building a courage muscle, eh? basically. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, it's exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah. And then every time you do it, you can prove to yourself that you did it. The world didn't fall down. Um, <laughs> no yeah. one abandoned you because of a bad video on Instagram. It's all good. But um, what's so funny is I just keep thinking about that fear of what other people think thing. And that's it. So much of it. It's like there's what we think about ourselves, but then there's what other people think. But what's yeah. funny too is that so often we don't even know what they think. We just know what we think they think. Yeah, that's and, right. And it's never like to go back to the start of this conversation. It's never they're probably thinking that I'm so knowledgeable and so awesome and so funny and like yeah. so cute today. We never <laughs> think that. We're like they think I'm hideous and they think I'm stupid and they think I'm not as good as that other person. And it's like, oh my gosh, the the um the mind is a powerful thing, isn't it? But um, even this morning, like I went to post a video I went to, to go live and I saw some of the other people that were online and I was like oh, what if they see my live video that actually crossed my mind and I was like seriously but it's like that's still there and it still pops in from time to time like it's not it's not like every day I go online and I crush it and it's so this is why I love these conversations because I think people need to know what happens behind the scenes if yeah. they just saw the perfect grid and the perfect videos and yeah, all the comments or whatever. And it's like, it'd be so easy to assume. And that's the problem, right? We, we're sitting around assuming that everyone else has it together and everyone else is yeah. perfect. And I'm nervous, therefore I'm not as good as these people. And it's yeah. not true. It's the human condition. It's like, <laughs> and something that really stops people, even just on social media in general, is, oh, what if, what if I get negative comments? So, Okay, that, yep, that's a real thing. There's yeah. trolls out there, whatever. So let's just think through what would happen if you got a negative comment, yeah. you know? And you just think, okay, so there's things you could do. You could delete the comment. You could hide the comment. Um, how would you respond to that? Uh, so if you just think through that process that feels unknown, yeah. then it can assure you a little bit more. Yeah, I've had negative comments. And you know how I reply? I give them a thumbs up. I say, thanks so much for your insight. Thumbs up. I love it. You know, like, yeah. like it's, they, you know, they might have their issues going on today and they needed to vent at me. I'm all here for it. You just vent, honey, I'm strong enough. You know, yeah. 
Um, and people will have differing opinions from you. That's okay. I embrace differing opinions because I think it's important, especially with polarization mm -hmm. on social media in particular. I think yeah. it's great to embrace differing opinions that are um, different from you because you can learn and see, oh yeah, some people might think this and you know, it's fine. It's totally fine. So just thinking through what would happen if you do get negative comments might give you a little bit more um, courage to post it because you know what to have, what to deal with. 99% of the time you will not get a negative comment. Yeah. 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 And it I love that happen as often as you think it does. No, no. And I love this too, because what, what you're talking about is creating a sense of safety. Yeah. Because that, and that's what we're talking about here, that the moment we go online and we put ourselves out there, we are vulnerable. We're open. Yeah. So of course our brain being a genius doesn't actually want us to just leap into the unknown where it can't protect us. So that is a natural response that, yeah. that pushback, that resistance, that fear, is actually a great sign that we've just exited our comfort zone, which is amazing. Yeah. But it's um, it's so easy to to you know sort of misread that feeling for I'm not good enough. Say I'm not confident enough. I'm not talented enough. That's why. No, it's the exact opposite. And I love that you've talked about this. That it is uncomfortable. Like you just mm -hmm. have to do it. It's yeah. not. It's it just is uncomfortable. And you know people like to paint a picture of everything being perfect and effortless yeah. and I'm lying next to a pool in my <laughs> perfect bikini and with my cocktail and with my laptop and it's like that's not that's not true it's just know. not you know <laughs> and that's so we just have to call this stuff out most of us are sitting there when we start and like dripping with sweat like looking for a paper bag to hyperventilate into yeah. um which is exactly how this podcast started and I've talked about it so many times all these different things it's like the more it's like, because then you get this courage, right? You start a podcast yeah. and you're like, oh, oh my gosh. And then maybe now I could do TikTok. Maybe now I could do YouTube. Yeah. And your brain is just like, stop, like stop. We're too yeah. exposed. We're too open. Um, but at the end of the day, if we've got big goals, which we do, then yeah. we actually need to be seen. If we want to help a lot of people, they have to be able to find us. And they can't if yeah. we're too afraid to do it. But yeah. the, um, the negative comments thing is funny too. I had when I first started reels on Instagram, I posted this reel, which I thought was hilarious. It was hilarious. <laughs> and um, <laughs> someone wrote on it, this is so dumb. And I laughed. I actually laughed out loud when I saw it because I was just like, whatever. I just deleted it. But I was actually, I celebrated that so much because I was like, that a comment like that would have taken me down. And yeah. I just thought it was just so funny. I'm like, but what kind of a person feels the need to go and write something like that on a stranger's page? You know, yeah. it's like, it's not about me. I love that. That's what you're talking about. You have yeah. no idea what kind of day that person's had or what they're projecting. You have no idea, but their behavior ultimately doesn't change our value, our knowledge as a business owner. Our, mm. It doesn't change our worth, someone else's opinion. Yeah. It's like, it's really about what we do with those comments, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like those people, they just want to be seen. You know, they just want to be heard. So I just have so so much compassion for for people who post negative comments because they just feel this need to be seen or have this need need to be seen. Yeah. Um and uh you know sometimes I've sent them a message that say you know um what you like whatever you said was quite jarring and um just want to know if there's anything I can do to help. Huh? Yeah. A little tissue, honey. Yeah. But um Oh yeah. Yeah, so it it's uh it's interesting, but that is one of the biggest things I see that stop people is the fear of having negative comments because you are you're being very vulnerable by putting yourself out there and it does leave you open to receive that negative feedback as well. Mm -hmm. I understand that. Yeah. And then for you, have there been layers where like for example, when I first sort of came on to the scene in terms of business I was quite uh, tame let's say <laughs> and then the more comfortable I've got the more myself I am like you know and then I say things now that if you had told me I'd be speaking like that at the start I would have been horrified um, oh, yeah. ha have you found that it's like the more you sort of get into it you're like okay a little bit more a little bit more and absolutely yeah 
Exactly. It's just, <laughs> it's like how I said, I didn't start off posting pictures of, or videos of me going to my togs down the water slide, right? I started off doing tutorial videos, tip videos as very clinical, very businessy. And it probably took a good, you know, year and a half, I think really until I got into Instagram stories, because there was this like Instagram stories about being more authentic and more off half, right? It wasn't like you would really do a bunch of tips and in Instagram stories more about your day. And I started to just really find my, my voice on there. And it's interesting too, because it wasn't just in, you know, this persona that I had on social media, because, you know, I'm quite funny and, and all that kind of stuff it actually translated into me feeling confident in myself in like the real world as well to be just more goofy and quirky. And, you know, it is what I, it is what it is, you know, I am who I am and all of that kind of stuff too. Um, so there was definitely layers to it now. And even now when I do, you know, tip and tutorial videos, which I still love, I only do one take and I still do, you know, if something goes wrong in it, I'll be like, Oh my gosh, what the heck am I doing here? Let's just back up a second and <laughs> start from the top. Like, it's not like I would cut that out now. I just keep going with it and post it. Yeah. Um, so it's very freeing to be able to just be yourself. And the thing is that people love it more because it's so, you know, these tip and tutorial videos, whatever that, or whatever video it is that you've just really edited to a T they're so generic. You could be anybody. It doesn't matter who you are because you're just giving me the information I could Google. Yes. But when you have your own little personality in there. Now I'm not just watching it for the information. I'm watching it because I have this connection to you. And I like hearing from Brie and, and stuff like that. I have this saying that says, you know, we can buy your product or service from a hundred other different businesses, but we choose to buy from you because of an emotional connection. Mm. I'm one of thousands of social media managers and marketers, like yeah. honest to God. Yeah. But people choose to come to me because they've seen me on social media. They relate to me and they say, I really think you can understand me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we need to form that emotional connection with people. And the easiest, quickest way we can do that is to be ourselves on video and get ourselves out there on social media. Yeah. Oh, so good. So, so good. It's like, this is this is the thing too you know all these people focus so much on their craft like for example me as a photographer I spent all my time trying to be a better photographer because I thought that would make me feel like almost worthy of being yeah. and seen and putting myself out there but the moment that I actually started to focus on the things that I do really well is when I start, like got out of my own way basically yeah. and that's the thing this mindset work about understanding what makes us unique what we are so good at and not from a place of I'm better than everyone else but appreciation for the fact that we were created this way these mm -hmm. these things about us serve other people but not if we're sitting at home going oh but I'm not good enough and I love that that um yeah that you're like you to embrace that you're quirky and funny and I love that so much that's exactly the thing if we but we have to give ourselves permission to yes. acknowledge and then just rock it because no one else can do it the same way as us that's the thing everyone else can regurgitate the same information but not in the way that we can deliver it yeah. <laughs> that's like our gift yeah, yeah that's <laughs> right absolutely you got to the more unique you are within yourself you know everybody can have the same foundational skills and knowledge yeah. it's this unique way that you teach it or that you do it in your customer service or the every way that you package that product or something um that's you know that's what sets you apart that's your unique selling point more and more we're seeing that the business owner or the people within the business are the unique selling point mm. you know i'll tell you twice if i go to a cafe and it seems like i've done something wrong by offering a coffee you know, I'm going to go to the, I'm never going to go back there again. I see this all the time. Like, honey, what is wrong with you today? Yeah. 
and you go to the next cafe and it's like they're welcoming you home. Even if I pay double for that coffee, yeah. I'm going to go there every time because I feel welcomed. I feel loved, you know, like mm -hmm. y your people and you are really your unique selling point. Yeah. I love that. Okay. What advice would you give to someone who, and I have someone specific in mind, <laughs> who has started a business, is really obsessed with perfecting their craft, and is like, oh, I'm not ready to put it out there yet. I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. Even though they are, like, they are experienced, they know what they're doing. What would you say to that person who's like, oh, you know, I'll start TikTok soon. I'll, I'll really crack into Instagram soon. You know, that whole thing of, waiting like procrastinating <laughs> yeah well i think sometimes procrastination and that thing can come from overwhelm if we feel like we have to do all those things at the same time make them all work at the same time yeah um so choosing one thing like if you say okay i'm gonna i'm gonna do instagram reels and i'm just gonna focus on doing them and making them work for me and you might only do instagram reels for the next year I don't care. You yeah. know, there's no police saying you have to do everything. So you just perfect Instagram reels. And then maybe you'll start to feel confident. Like, Hey, this is really similar to TikTok. Why don't I go over to TikTok and try that too? Marketers are the best at <laughs> telling you, you have to do a million things. It's possible. It's yeah. possible to do a million different marketing channels, yeah. but it's not practical. Yeah. So cut yourself some slack. Do one thing that you feel you could do consistently and comfortably. So even if that's just um, posting like in the feed, but you can do that two to three times a week. Just do that until you feel confident, you're consistent, you kind of get it. You know, you're starting to see a bit of engagement, you know what people want on there. And then once you feel like I have this under my belt, okay, now I'm going to start on something else. Maybe I'll do Instagram stories, right? Yeah. So that's probably the advice I would give is don't get overwhelmed because we didn't get into business to market it. I'll tell you that. Yeah. We got into business because we were passionate about our product or service. And then they said, oh, and by the way, you also have to be a full-time marketer to make it work. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So now we have to take on this role that we were not expecting and might a probably not our passion. Yeah. Um, but we have to do it. Yeah. So just do it one step at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. And then what would you say to someone who's waiting, like mm. the old version of me who's sitting in her bedroom studying thousands of dollars worth of photography courses, but needs to actually leave the house and talk to people. Yeah. what would you say to someone who's doubting their abilities and if they're good enough? Yeah, I would just say, try to get as much experience under your belt yeah. to, um, to show yourself that you can do this. So let's say you're that photographer, you know, ask people, Oh, can I do some family photos for you for free or for a discounted price or something? Um, and just try to get as much as possible under your belt and you'll see the reaction in them when they get those photos or when they get your artwork or when they have a success because of something that you've told them. And then you'll start to feel in yourself, okay, I can do this because I've proven over and over again that I can. Yeah. But you really, there comes a point when you need to say, I've learned enough, I need to now implement it. And you'll all, it's always, it's a life of learning. One of my values in my business, I have four values in my business and one of them is knowledge. So I always make time every week to um, read from trusted sources or to take a course or something like that. So you'll always have those opportunities to continue to learn, but at some point you've got to step out and try it. And I tell you, me and Monica are standing right there behind you, cheering mm -hmm. you on. Oh yeah, we are. That's it. And that's it. It's like, at the end of the day, we have to just leap. Yeah. And that's the thing. And we're always learning. Like I, even now I still do things all the time and I'm like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's not do that again. Um, yeah. But it's like, but also 
the the world that we live in is changing so fast that we're always having to learn like yesterday you know I heard the thing about Instagram that they're basically trying to take on TikTok so they're moving to video so now I have to okay so Instagram has to be videos now um not pictures not captions so okay so we've got to learn how to do that now I've got to learn a new system a new process how am I going to balance out all my other platforms that I use you know um so it's like we're we're never stagnant ever (laughs) ever yeah no no and I you know it was funny because last year 2020 was the year of the pivot But I have pivoted so many times since I started my business that it's ridiculous to think, oh, we're going to pivot now because I pivoted like five times, you know, in my business because things change so fast or you think a particular product or service is going to be, you know, know, the next successful thing. And then everybody just laughs at you (laughs) and you're like, okay, we got to go back to the drawing board. And I've had to do that so many times. You can't be afraid to make mistakes. This is a passion of mine. You got to fail with a growth mindset. Mm-hmm. Embrace those failures because you can only improve. Failing doesn't mean you're not good enough and that's the end of that. It simply means that that didn't work and now we're going to change the way we do it in the future. Yeah. You know, and sometimes that can be what holds us back from just actually getting out there is what if I fail? Fantastic because now you can grow faster. Yeah. Right. I love that so much. That's what they say. Failure is feedback. Yes. And this whole conversation is mindset. Mm. It's a choice. It's a choice to think a certain way, to choose to focus a certain way. I keep saying the word focus in my head because that's the thing. And there's so much, I always talk about this concept of unlearning, you know, and especially in New Zealand, right, we have learned yeah, the tall poppy thing. And so often that's the, one of the biggest things that comes up for people is what are people going to think of me? If I step out and start a business, people are going to think that I'm up myself. That's, yeah. this is something I hear so often. How crazy is that? But that's yeah. just the culture. So it's not a surprise that we experience this resistance, but it, we have to either choose, well, you can go and, you know, get a job or you can learn how to reframe and think in a different way and pursue your dream, basically. Um, And it's really interesting. So, you know, this concept of focusing and what we choose to focus on, and everything you've said has resonated, it's exactly how I am as well, Um, that you choose to focus on the evidence, the positive things, the, the proof that you can do it, that you are doing it, the people that you've impacted, when you feel like it doesn't matter and you think about, you know, like I have a positivity album in my phone that I always talk about and I take screenshots whenever I get like a really nice review or a message. I have 300 pieces of evidence and on days when I want to throw in the towel, I will read every one of them and remind myself that that's 300 people who, you know, who I got to help. So it's like, it does matter. It's just a feeling right now. But, um, the other day I was having coffee with someone and she was talking about her business and, and she was sort of a bit like, about the whole thing. And oh, we're kind of down this year and numbers are down. And I said, how many people, how many team members do you have? And she said, five. I said, do they have kids? And she said, yeah, four of them do. And I said, so four families are paying their bills, sending their kids to school, feeding their families because you had the courage to follow your dream. And she just started crying in the middle of a cafe. <sighs> it's like, there's nothing I said there that's not true. Yeah. The fact is that it shouldn't, it shouldn't make, it shouldn't actually move us that much because it should be something that we reflect on all the time that because we had the courage to pursue our, our dream, we got to help someone like follow theirs. We got to help someone pursue their business or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, it's amazing to come back to that place of humility, but it's like, it shouldn't be the first time you've ever thought that in five years, you know, um, it's like, it has to become a part of our practice. Like even this morning in the shower, I was running through some stuff, like, what have I, what am I celebrating from this week? What have I done this week that I'm celebrating? Cause it's just, it has, you have to, it would be so easy to just get down in the dumps, but it's this muscle, isn't it? Really? (laughs) Totally. 100%. Absolutely. And it's funny because I always used to be 
when I started my business, I was, you know, like looking for help and stuff or trying to learn things. And I'd always come across mindset stuff. And I'd be like, oh, don't give me that mindset crap. Just give me the practical <laughs> things that are going to grow my business. And I used to hate mindset stuff. I, I didn't have any time for it. And it wasn't until like two or three years later. So very, you know, within the last two years that I started to see the power of changing your mindset. Like, honestly, and I wasted all those years just looking for these practical ways when, you know, it really comes down to mindset is the first thing. And then the practical ways of achieving success, you know, they go on top of that and they can do so much more when your mindset's in the right place. Yeah. Yes. And this is the thing. This is, oh, and this is what, so I've just, I've just finished studying NLP um, and I'm almost finished my first round of hypnotherapy study because oh, wow. I love the unconscious mind for this exact reason. So I heard a statistic the other day, I read a statistic and it was saying that every second our brain receives 3 million pieces of information, but we can only actually filter 123. Wow. So 132 sorry so what that means though is that our brain filters based on our belief system and our values so if we believe that we can't do it that we're not good enough that we're stupid that we're too big or too old or whatever then our brain is literally going to filter for that information so it's going to look for evidence to support those things because our brain is designed to not make us a liar it's designed so what we program in is what it shows us like our, we, we've got this crazy machine in our head and we're not using it at all to our full, to its full power, you know? And that's the, the most awesome thing about mindset work is that it's literally shifting the beliefs and the, and reframing stuff. And so when we start focusing on, yeah, the evidence that we can do it, the, the proof that we make a difference and that we impact people, then guess what? All that evidence starts showing up and then we go, see, look at the evidence. There's more, there's more, there's more, there's more. But it, it has to come from within and then that's when the evidence starts showing up, right? But it's not the other way around. And people think, oh, you know, I'll, um, I'll be happy when, once, okay. I've, once I've got this stuff. But you're not going to get it until you're happy. Because you're going to be, if you're not happy, you're going to be in a scarcity mindset and a negative mindset, you know? And so what's going to show up are things that validate your beliefs. It's just so, it's so counterintuitive, but we're taught, aren't we, to control the external, to hustle, to grind, to go, go, go. But a mindset shift is not fluff. This is deep psychology. This is the most powerful thing we can do. Um, And we're just not taught how to do this (laughs) until now. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So if your brain is going to, if your brain's going to provide evidence for what you believe, it's regardless, it's either going to provide you evidence that you can't do it or you can. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. So we get to choose. <laughs> yeah. And that's, and then that's where so many other things I think come in too, because sometimes it serves us to have a limiting mindset because if we believed we actually could do it, then we would have to go and do it. <laughs> and that's scary, potentially. Or maybe, um, and for a lot of people that have had trauma or you know, really hard stuff happen, you might not feel safe to do that. It might not feel safe to be seen or you know, whatever. Like you might have, people have funny beliefs around things like money, for example. You, know, you might have grown up in a, in a home where money was abused. It was used as a, as a way of controlling people or whatever. And so you've learned that to have money is actually a really bad thing. So unconsciously, you're going to push away money, um, which is not great when you're in business. We like money. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So our our power to to shift that at the unconscious level is phenomenal. And this is, this whole conversation has all been about mindset. I love it so much. And that's it. It It requires such ownership and responsibility for ourselves and how we think and how we feel and not blaming anyone else and not blaming anything else. We have the power to change it. Yes, it's going to be uncomfortable. Yes, you'll probably have some meltdowns. I know I have had many. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've threatened to quit probably at least 20 times over the years. <laughs> yep. But yeah. Um, okay, cool. So, final piece of advice for anyone who's um, needing to believe that they're already good enough and have everything it takes. Oh, gosh. That's <laughs> final advice. Uh, 
I just think you like, I think it's just you do like, and it can't be even more, more simpler than this. You just have to believe in yourself. And that sounds so silly for me to say that. Like, it sounds so like uh, primary, you know, like primary school, just believe in yourself. Um, but it's so true. Like, you have to be your biggest advocate. Mm -hmm. You have to love yourself. Um, you have to believe that you are capable. And if you're not your biggest um, advocate, then those negative comments or the, those are to bring you down. Yeah. So you need to be able to do, have some self-love there. And um, when you are your biggest advocate, honestly, the world is your oyster. Beautiful. Yeah. Awesome. That time flew by. It's been an hour. Can you believe it? It went so I know. fast. Oh my gosh. I've loved having you here. Thank you so much. So, You're so, so much. welcome. That was so fun. I felt like we could like just talk for like hours and hours on Honestly, it. Honestly, we, we easily can. And I'd love to have you come back and we can take on this stuff from a different different yeah, angle absolutely. um yeah it's such powerful stuff and it's stuff that all of us experience and we're still not very good at talking about so I so appreciate your openness yeah. to and especially to share your own experiences as well like warts and all we have to we have to yeah absolutely absolutely it's not absolutely. a glamorous process <laughs> I know that's like it's like I I have been you know I've cried over Facebook and stuff you know like it's yeah. not something you want to admit but it's like we've all been there and it's it's hard so yeah no, that was really cool thank you so much totally. for on. my pleasure I loved it and like I said I'll definitely have you come back thanks so much for listening guys I hope you enjoyed it I would love to hear your aha moments. Please share on your stories and tag me so I can celebrate with you. And be sure to connect with me online. I'm on Instagram at mon3.0 and find me on YouTube by searching Monica Ferguson. Have an amazing week and remember that you are so inherently worthy. You are so loved and you belong. All my love, guys. See you soon.